Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is May 21st, and we will be reading paragraphs 1098 through 1105. And it is the feast of St. Christopher Magellanus and his companions. They were the, uh, the martyrs in Mexico in the early 1900s. So check them out. We will be re- uh, continue our section on the Holy Spirit and the liturgy. And we begin, as always, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The assembly should prepare itself to encounter its Lord and to become a people well disposed. The preparation of hearts is the joint work of the Holy Spirit and the assembly, especially of its ministers. The grace of the Holy Spirit seeks to awaken faith, conversion of heart, and adherence to the Father's will. These dispositions are the precondition both for the reception of other graces conferred in the celebration itself and the fruits of new life, which the celebration is intended to produce afterward. The Holy Spirit recalls the mystery of Christ. The Spirit and the Church cooperate to manifest Christ in his work of salvation in the liturgy. Primarily in the Eucharist, and by analogy in the other sacraments, the liturgy is the memorial of the mystery of salvation. The Holy Spirit is the Church's living memory. The Word of God. The Holy Spirit first recalls the meaning of of the salvation event to the liturgical assembly by giving life to the Word of God, which is proclaimed so that it may be received and lived. In the celebration of the liturgy, sacred scripture is extremely important. From it come the lessons that are read and explained in the homily and the psalms that are sung. It is from the scriptures that the prayers, collects, and hymns draw their inspiration and their force, and that actions and signs derive their meaning. The Holy Spirit gives a spiritual understanding of the Word of God to those who read or hear it, according to the dispositions of their hearts. By means of the words, actions, and symbols that form the structure of a celebration, the Spirit puts both the faithful and the ministers into a living relationship with Christ, the word and image of the Father, so that they can live out the meaning of what they hear, contemplate, and do in the celebration. By the saving word of God, faith is nourished in the hearts of believers. By this faith, then, the congregation of the faithful begins and grows. The proclamation does not stop with a teaching It elicits the response of faith as consent and commitment, directed at the covenant between God and his people. Once again, it is the Holy Spirit who gives the grace of faith, strengthens it, and makes it grow in the community. The liturgical assembly is first of all a communion in faith. Anamnesis. The liturgical celebration always refers to God's saving interventions in history, The economy of revelation is realized by deeds and words, which are intrinsically bound up with each other. The words, for their part, proclaim the works and bring to light the mystery they contain. In the liturgy of the word, the Holy Spirit recalls to the assembly all that Christ has done for us. In keeping with the nature of liturgical actions and the ritual traditions of the churches, the celebration makes a remembrance of the marvelous works of God in an anamnesis which may be more or less developed. 
The Holy Spirit, who thus awakens the memory of the church, then inspires thanksgiving and praise, doxology. The Holy Spirit makes present the mystery of Christ. Christian liturgy not only recalls the events that saved us, but actualizes them, makes them present. The Paschal mystery of Christ is celebrated, not repeated. It is the celebrations that are repeated, and in each celebration there is an outpouring of the Holy Spirit that makes the unique mystery present. The epiclesis, invocation upon, is the intercession in which the priest begs the Father to send the Holy Spirit, the sanctifier, so that the offerings may become the body and blood of Christ, and that the faithful, by receiving them, may themselves become a living offering to God. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.